Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadet. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Grand Rising, and thank you all for joining us on this edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif, and today we are joining the men to hear a men's-only discussion led by our host, Kareem Hamid, on the Israeli Hamas conflict. This is a subject that the world is watching, and it's affecting our lives even though it is a war abroad. So we want you to listen in and call in 515-605-9891. Men, we want you to call in And we want you to express your thoughts. There are a significant population of Muslims and Jews, not only in America, but around the world. And this is a conflict that has been going on far too long. How do we 
get to a point of peace. It's critical that we make the decision that we want our nations to be at peace, and it's critical that we make a decision to change what has been a brewing world war for decades. We've had so many predictions that the Third World War was going to kick off with the Middle East conflict. But the future is not a fixed thing. It does not have to be Armageddon. It does not have to be a war in which we blow up each other out of our inability to solve our conflict. So how do we decide what position to take and how do we bring a state of peace? Well, we are looking forward to this conversation. And we're also looking forward to hearing some solutions, even as we address the issue from all the way in America, we still have an opportunity to influence thought and to make a difference. So this being a place where we strive to create solutions, Let us choose solutions and let us make a difference so that we can solve this global crisis. And we'll be right back after this brief break. So we invite you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in just a moment with our host, Kareem Hamid, and our American Muslim 360 family. And we want you to join in as we talk about the war abroad. We will be right back in just one moment. So stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world 
for using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Do you have a product or service? Take your business global and get new customers from around the world. Advertise on the Female Solution Radio Show. You may have a great product. You may even have a fantastic website. But how do you let people know you exist? Tell them. Promote your business on one of the most dynamic shows on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution you'll reach an enthusiastic audience of more than 100,000 loyal daily listeners with a specially designed 30-second ad that will drive customers directly to your website. We'll send you statistics as tracked by Blog Talk Radio to let you know the numbers and demographics of those hearing your advertisement. Your ad will run during the live two-hour morning show from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time and it will be heard all day long by listeners who listen to the archived shows. You'll reach our worldwide audience on their laptops, iPods, iPads, and cell phones. Watch the orders for your product or service increase. Just go to our website, www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com and click on the radio advertising page. Send us your words. We'll create a 30-second radio ad and watch your business in peace worldwide. And we are back. 
you're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. And if you are listening and watching, we will be joining our co-host, Kareem Hamid, and our American Muslim 360 family in the studio. And again, men, we want you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak. And we will gladly take your thoughts. And you can join us on our Facebook page. And women, we want you to listen in. And afterwards, we'll have a brief after show to discuss what we have heard. You are you are listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host Kareem Hamid every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our hosts. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash The Female Solution. All right, and we are joined with our host, Kareem Hamid, and our American Muslim 360 family in our studios. And we Walaikum salam. Thank you so much for being with us today. We've introduced to our listening and viewing audience the topic for today, which is the Israeli-Hamas conflict. And we're looking forward to the words of wisdom from our men in this men-only discussion. And, of course, we, the women, are listening and we'll have a brief after show after the 9 o'clock hour to observe what we heard and to see how the men are looking at ways to perhaps create peace out of this conflict, justice, and an end to this decades and decades and decades-long conflict that threatens to erupt into world war. So take it away. 
All right. Thank you, Naima. Praise be to Almighty God. I'm awaiting one more guest, Brother Fleming Elamine. He's a little late, but we look forward to his presence and his contribution on such an important topic. We have with us this morning uh, Abdul Shahid. He is an, uh, a, a uh, clinician. He focuses in on our physical and mental health by way of focusing on the gene pool, the, the, the cells, praise be to Allah. And also we have with us our beloved Imam Rashad Shabazz, a very learned brother that I love and respect so much, praise be to Almighty God, Allah. And uh, he broadcast on, the, on a new day for El Islam platform on Friday morning. So uh, I want to now move to our guest, if you would, share your reflection, share your thoughts on what is on this horrendous murder, murder that's occurring in the Gaza Strip and the West Bank and beyond. Imam Rashad Shabazz, if you would, please. <clears throat> yes. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Thank you very much, Imam Kareem. Uh, <clears throat> before I, we, we go into the details of what is happening, uh, I, I'd like to say what Imam Warthi Muhammad has said. I got this from a video that was at one time on YouTube uh, titled The Balanced Community. It's no longer on there. I, I hope it's put back on there. Uh, it wasn't taken down by YouTube, but it was taken by, down by somebody else. But anyway, the imam said, <clears throat> and I quote, the Jews are good people. Don't say that the Jews are bad people. Um, but they have, there are many, he said, there are many Jews that believe in fair dealing and justice as the Quran states. But, they have been tricked by a certain element of the Jewish people. And he said, now mind you how I said that. They have been tricked by a certain element of the Jewish people who are following Satan himself. And he went on to say that in the Quran, it says that the, the evil one, Satan, he whispers and then withdraws after his whisper. And the imam said, whoever buys the whisper becomes one of the devils, unquote. <clears throat> so with that, I said that so that uh, your listening audience won't conflate Judaism with Zionism, uh, which is the cause of this conflict. It's not Judaism. We don't, uh, I don't, uh, we shouldn't lay the, what is happening, the genocide at the foot of Judaism or at the foot of Moses. Uh, no, this is because of Zionism. Zionism is not Judaism. Zionism is Jewish supremacy. Jewish supremacy is racism, just as white supremacy is racism. So I just wanted to make that distinction. Uh, and yes, <clears throat> you, 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 the reason I don't classify it as a war, which mainstream media, uh, they do classify it as uh, Israel versus Hamas, uh, but 
Hamas, uh, I mentioned uh, Professor uh, Norman Finkelstein, and he was answering a question about the rockets being fired from Hamas into Israel. And he, and he said something I'd never heard before. And he's, he's very learned. Uh, and he said, those rockets are no more than enhanced fireworks. And he, he gave some statistics on the amount of rockets fired into Israel and the amount of damage it caused. And he, I mean, and anybody looking at those, the amount of rockets fired into Israel and only one house was destroyed, and he said those, that Hamas has nothing but enhanced fireworks. Uh, they don't have an army. They don't have an officer's plan. They don't, they don't have an air force. Uh, Israel has uh, instituted a blockade ever since 2006. Uh, Jimmy Carter went over to uh, Gaza. They called, this is during the, uh, the Bush administration, they called for free elections and spreading of democracy. Uh, and what happened was Hamas, who had formerly uh, not participated in politics, they decided to run for office. And so they won. And as a result of them winning in 2006, Israel immediately imposed a blockade on Israel that's been in place since, 19, since 2006. Okay. So uh, that's going like 17 years. Nobody can go in Gaza. Nobody can come out of Gaza. Uh, they, they, and, and since the since 2007, the uh, defense minister said uh, there's no food going into Gaza, there's no electricity, there's no water, there's no fuel. And as a result, people have died in the hospitals. So I'm just trying to give a picture of the situation in Gaza. I think it's 25 miles long, which is the distance of a marathon, and five miles wide. It's the most densely populated area on earth. And so they are indiscriminately raining down bombs on women and children. Uh, they, uh, and that's a, a, what, what I can't get over, I guess I can get over if you look at this history, President uh, Joe Biden adamantly refusing to call for a ceasefire. We know that a ceasefire is it, it, in effect now and hostages are being exchanged. And, I, and why I brought up the subject of hostages, which is on the news now, the, the filming of hostages, you won't see on the mainstream media any release of the prisoners from Israel. Uh, that's because uh, Israel, what they have said is that they, they, a lady was on, uh, on CNN, a reporter in the media, an African-American, and said, she said that Israel did not allow the press to cover the release of the uh, Palestinian hostages from, from Israel. And, they, and, he, and also the, the, the National Security Minister of Israel said that there would be no filming of them. And also he said they're not prisoners, they're terrorists. And he said that anybody that celebrates, anybody that celebrates, like you see on, on the news now, they're celebrating the release of the Israeli hostages from Hamas. They have been held by Hamas. Since uh, uh, October the seventh, anybody that celebrates the uh, release of the Palestinian hostages, which they which they deem as terrorists, you will be charged. You will be arrested and charged with terrorism. And not only that, when we're talking about prisoners, I just learned two days ago that if a prisoner dies in the Israeli prison, <laughs> I, I I couldn't believe this. 
they don't release the body to the family. They make the body continue to serve the sentence of the prisoner until the, until the entire sentence has been served. And, and, and I, 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 I could not believe that. And then I hear President Joe Biden saying, we stand with Israel. And so it's just beyond me. Uh, I don't want to. I, I could go on and on and on, Kareem, but you probably have to stop me because it's just so much. I mean, it, this this is this is this is evil. I put on my Facebook page. Do what what you know about evil? Uh, what you know, Satan? Like as Ma'am said, anybody that buys the whisper, Satan is not biologically created by Allah. Anybody that buys the whisper becomes one of the devils. So don't look for any people. I remember Ma'am saying back in. 1994, 1990, or 1995, at an imam's class in Cleveland, Ohio, the message of Blair. He said that Satan is not to be found at the scene of the crime. He hits and he runs. Uh, and, and so it's it, 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 no particular race, uh, no particular ethnic group is Satan, but whoever buys the whisper, they become one of the devils. Uh, the, the college, he said, the college camp, campus be, can become the, the administration can become devil. The Messiah administration can become devil. Anybody that buys that whisper of wanting to control everything, and you you see day after day people speaking out about Palestine. If they have prominent offices uh, and positions, and they're fired because they, those that fire them, they have bought the whisper. And Satan wants to control everything. They might not be Satan, the one that designed everything, but they have bought the whisper, and they have the same characteristic. They have become devils, and they control. They will fire anybody that speaks out on uh, free Palestine. I'll, I'll stop right there for the community. I'm going to just go on and on and on. Here. Yes, sir. Thank you, uh, Imam Rashad Shabazz. Thank you. Uh, all right, I want to hear from our beloved brother Abdul Shahid. Assalamu alaikum, Abdul Shahid. Share your, your thoughts with us. Yes, sir. If you would share yes, your, your thoughts with us on this matter. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, brother Imam and, and uh, listener, this situation is, is really terrible. And, of course, we all know the first casualty of war is the truth. And and people just give you a snapshot, especially the people here in the United States. All they're getting is a snapshot of what happened yesterday, what happened uh, two days ago. But we have to go back in the history to find out what really started this situation, this conflict here. And, and this is the problem. The people in the United States know very little about what happened. And we're, we're so easy to forget the past. And we're bound to, of course, repeat it. And so we need background information on what started this situation. And this situation goes way back to 1947, when, when after the, the, the Second World War. And you have uh, uh, certain people in the world decide that this is the place that we're going to make a homeland for people coming out of Europe, Germany in particular. And uh, now you have this situation of the state of Israel being created in 1947, and the United Nations adopted a resolution called 181, known as the Petition Plan, which started to divide the British mandate of the Palestinian into Arab and Jewish state. 
And when we do the research, on May 14, 1948, the state of Israel was created. But, but people already lived on the land. The Palestinian was already there, hundreds of years. And they created this, this state of Israel. And, and of course, people are going to fight for their culture. They're going to fight for their land. They're going to fight for their way of life. This is a natural thing to do. So we have all these conflicts arising out of the Middle East because of this situation with the Palestinians. And it's never going to end until those people are treated fairly. It's kind of like our situation here in the United States after slavery. You didn't get justice, and you never got justice. And you had land that you purchased, your family purchased, and it was taken away from you, and you're still struggling. You, you can't establish a, a connection with the community because you don't have land, and land is taken from you constantly. The laws are set up to keep you down. And this is a similar situation with the Palestinians. Uh, you, you have people who's grabbing land. I think this is what this latest, uh, latest conflict is all about, a land grab. And it's very obvious to see that. You're going to bomb homes and, and businesses and hospitals. You don't expect those people to ever come back. What are they going to come back to? What are they going to come back to? Men, women, and children are bombed constantly, day and night, for over 40 days, and the world just sit by. They just sit by similar to the situations when our people was in slavery. The world just sit by and allow it to happen. How many more people have to die before the people here in the United States? Because this is how the conflict is fueled, by money from taxpayers here in the United States. We have to call it what it is. We give these people taking land from folks, bombing and killing people, and we are involved with it. If the people do not stand up and rise up against it, it's going to continue to happen because it's a land grab. They want the people land. There has to be some oil or something on the land. And they, these people are strategically placed there. And they're not Jews. We know this. We know the original Jews, where those people came from. It's like my brother who just spoke earlier. These are Zionists. World dominant is their aim. And we all are involved with it if we allow it to happen. So uh, the conflict, anyone can Google the, the, the basic, the, the background of what's happened and how this got started and how there will never be peace in the Middle East without the Palestinians having a place, having a homeland that they can call their own. How can you have people on your, in your country, on your land, telling you what to do? similar to apartheid in South Africa. Because that's what it is. You've got to have checkpoints, show your ID to go to work, to go back home. And your teenager can be killed by throwing a rock. But we stand behind Israel and say that they have the right to defend themselves. What about other people having the right to defend themselves? And then they have soldiers with guns that's nearly just one or two years above being a teenager. And they have the right to carry guns. We've seen this picture many times before in our lifetime, in, our, in, our, in, in the history of our people in America. And it seems like it's the same movie. It's dominant to control humans. 
to take their rights and freedom away from them, to control their land, to control the world. So, brothers and sisters, this is absolutely outrageous. And then they use the language, the hostages as opposed to prisoner. They use the language. And people here in the United States who uh, have to pay these tax dollars to fund this conflict are constantly ignored about, uh, are constantly ignorant about what's going on in the world. And if people stand up and say something about it, and they get labeled anti-Semitic, it is, it is something that is wrong. Something that is yes, wrong. Sir. So at this point, I just yield for more people to have a participation and to say, but uh, we, 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 we will share some more history on what has happened over the years since yes, the state of Israel was formed. And this is the, the root of the conflict. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, Abdul Shaheed. Uh, Naima, let's call for a station identification break. It's about that time, if you wish to. Yes, sir. Naima? Yes, sir. We will pause for a brief message. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. This is our men-only discussion, and today the men are discussing the Israeli-Hamas conflict. And we'll be right back after these brief messages. And men, we want you to call in 515-605-9891. And if you're on our regular switchboard, 515-605-9325, we'll let the host know that you have something to say. Women, we're going to have a brief after show, after the show, to analyze what we've heard and are our men on point for what it takes to bring peace in the Middle East. We'll be right back, so stay with us. What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death? Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African Americans suffering from psychic trauma because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com and get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African-American Psychic Trauma. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? 
When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com and I'm Viato. about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's ZeldaSpeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit ZeldaSpeaks.com. We are back. Okay. Naima, um, if there's anyone that would like to share from your studio board, we ask that they press one on the phone and you alert us and open up their mic. Uh, likewise, the same here on the American Muslim 360 studio board. If there are any males that would like to yes. take part in this discussion, we ask you to press one on your phone and I will unmute your mic. This is your turn to be heard. Praise be to Allah. Yes, we do have two. Uh, we have two on our switchboard. Three one four six seven seven, and come to you, and then three one two six three two, or come to you next. So three one four six seven seven, introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience, and give us your comments, please. Well, good morning, Naima and Kareem. How are you guys doing? Yes, I believe this is Pianki from St. Louis, I'm Africa. Fine, <laughs> this conflict is bogus. It's a scam. The whole thing about the bringing, you know, what's going on is you're mixing religion into politics. That's a big problem for one thing. And that Israeli government today is a very discriminatory and racist government. And like Helen Thomas says, who was a White House correspondent that went back to the Kennedy era, even probably before, that they need to go back where they came from. That being, she said now, Germany, Poland, and the United States. And the thing that disturbed me, I hear people say that Palestine never existed. Palestine, that came, it never came in a, a, 
a British protectorate. Just listen to those words, King. A British protectorate. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the heck is you yeah. doing putting yourself in a position to protect somebody? And that went all over the planet. And the Balfour Agreement was put in place by Arthur Balfour, and he was not only a staunch racist, well, he said no amount of education would bring no amount of education would bring blacks up to the level of whites, and he was also anti-Semite. And that there is also a weaponized world. Semite is a language group, and you know what? Too the first place of discussion for a homeland was Uganda. Could you imagine a bunch of whites going back to Uganda and saying, "We're back. This is my land." Yeah, even Theodore Herschel, the same way, another racist. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And the people of that land are still there. They're down in Aswan and they're in Ethiopia, the Beta, Israel, there in Gondor. I've been to Gondor several times. Beta means house of. And when they had those airlifts like Operation Solomon and brought back Ethiopians into Israel, into Gaza, should I say, the Israeli government sterilized some of the the black Ethiopian women and demanded that they be on birth control. And it didn't stop that. Guess this. Listen at this, Kareem, and I know you're going to cringe when you hear this. They made the men recircumcised. How in the heck do you do that? Torture. So, no, that there is nothing but a ploy by the United States giving that government money. Then that money comes back around to be used as lobbyist aid to be inserted in the campaign coffers of political representation in Washington, D.C., and once they get there, you have no way to trace what's going on with it. That's all it's about. Selling the arms, the armed companies give kickbacks, or should I say donations to political representatives on both sides of the aisle, by the way. So that's what you have there. It's a bunch of men, and it's also it's a form of genocide because they're limiting the population of not only a tribe in the Ethiopians, but also they're doing it with the Palestinians. And that there is one of the definitions of genocide. It's just not killing people, but it's also limiting hmm. the population of groups, destroying their culture, taking away their kids to educate them. And that's what you see going on there. And under natural circumstances, yes, the whites that's there, because whites, when you go back far enough in history, there was no whites in those areas, no Caucasians, should I say. I mean, you can't have it two ways. You have one document say that they are 6,000 years old, and you have signs say that the Caucasian skin is a phenomenon of recent, about 8,000 years. So something's got to be right. But the thing that we know is that they wasn't in that area. And to say that it never exists is nothing but a bold-faced lie. 
And what you see going on with with students protesting, they got a right to protest. Is that not their First Amendment right to protest yep. in a peaceful manner? And to say that we uh, they want to kill all Jews, well, what do you got? You got a religion? Sammy Davis Jr. was a Jew. I don't want to kill Sammy Davis. I don't want to kill no. Whoopi Goldberg. So all that is is a bunch of you know, uh, Right. You you know, Keontae, I recently learned the term Zion and Zionist. Uh, that phrase, that type of thinking is born from out of a misreading of scripture. Uh, you find Zion in the book of Revelation. And what has been written there is that Jesus shall return when the Jew once more control Jerusalem. So that idea began with Christians. Uh, Joe Biden has said outwardly that he is a Christian Zionist, a Christian Zionist. Now, they support the Zionist efforts because they believe that that will hasten, that will hasten the return of Jesus Christ, may Almighty God grant him the highest station in paradise and uh, and clear him of the lies that have been told about well, let me ask praise you, be to God. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Keith. Yes, sir. How many is supposed to go to heaven? He says in Revelation, 144,000. 144,000. Yes, sir. And only virgins. If you are a woman and you not you don't go. A hundred and forty four thousand mm-hmm. out of the billions of people that's done died since the advent of humankind, yeah. somebody better hurry up and get their ticket and stand in line. <laughs> you know, I don't mean any disrespect at all for this was done to the Christians. Men have wrote their biases into the scripture and say this is from God and say this is from God when it is not. Um, the from British involvement in the establishment of Israel in the land of Palestine, it stems from World War I, I believe it was World War One. The so-called ally was trying to garner support for their fight during World War One, And they thought that the Jews had a lot of power on the earth. And they requested their support for the allies. And that in return, they would give them the land of Palestine. They made a lot of promises to a lot of, of uh, countries that supported, but they did not keep those promises. But as you stated, Britain was a protectorate of 
the Palestine countries. They were already there. They had already colonized. And the Arabs, they offered refuge to the victims of the Holocaust. They offered refuge to Jews that were being persecuted in Europe. They, offered, they opened up their, they, they welcomed them as guests. But among those Jews was that element that is known as the Zionists. And their design was to take all of the land. You know, this is parallel to what took place in this country. We hear yeah. of Miles Standish. We hear of Miles Standish. And the celebration celebrated Thanksgiving, it is related that the indigenous people helped the uh, first settlers in this country. They, they were, were almost starving to death. They didn't know how to farm. They could not produce their own food. And the indigenous people, by being human, they worked with them and taught them and showed them how to farm, how to produce how well, to feed themselves. That's the good but and bad. In side of human beings. Diet, but, yeah, but in yeah, that's the good bad in side of human beings. Look what we experienced uh, yes, in uh, with Jews. Yes. You know those yes, six yes, family yes, flats. Is, is, hold on one moment, Chianti, please. This, this is very important. The next statement I'm getting ready to say. In reading Miles Standish's diary, he acknowledges the help that he that they received from the indigenous people. But in his diary, he said, in the end, we shall take it all. In the end, we shall take it all. So this is comparable to what is occur what has occurred in occupied Palestine. They were offered refuge. The doors were open to them. Matter of fact, Jews, Christians, and Muslims lived in that land for I don't know how many hundreds of years at peace with one another. Everyone had the right to practice their own religion. Palestine was a flourishing country. Um, uh, but this idea of Zionism that was adopted by Theodore Herzl, when he adopted that, he wanted the support of a lot of Christians that believe that if they take that land, that that will hasten the return of Jesus Christ. Peace be upon him. So we wonder how come is all of this support for what is happening. The Zionists hide behind religious doctrine, but they are atheists. They hide behind religious scriptures. And if we accept that part of, of uh, religious scripture, then I, I question us. I ask us, as, as the descendants of slaves, do we accept that part in the of Bible where it mentions that we are the descendants of Ham and that we should be taken to a strange land? a strange land, and that we shall be the hewers of wood 
and toters of water. Do we accept that? No. Well, that ain't half the story. So, it was in the it, it it was Jewish rabbis that created what you call the curse of Cana. It said, "Now I can no longer engender the fourth son, whom I would get have gave the order. Your children shall serve you and your brothers. It has to be Cana, your firstborn, that they shall be mm-hmm. they that they shall take as a slave." And since you have made me incapable yep. of doing bad things in the darkness of the night, the children of Canaan will be born ugly and black. Also, because you have mm-hmm. stretched yourself to see my nudity, the hair on your grandchildren will curl so that it turns nappy and their eyes will be red. Also, because your lips have joked about my misfortune yours will swell and since you have a lack of respect for my nudity they will go around naked and their viral part extend ignorantly so that was the curse there now they've cleaned it up through the years or should i say the decades but that was the original one so i don't uh yes sir i don't fall in this stuff and you know the experience that then take st louis them six family flats, they're whites when they left. The, the Jews took them over, and they were slum landlords. I can name them, the company. You had the Coatners. You have the Michaelsons. You had the Silvers. You got the Gershmans, the Gerstings. Dola. It was slum landlords. Dola. And then they sons went to Washington, D.C. and lobbied Congress to create HUD, Housing and Urban Development. They took them over, and they were just as bad. Then they went out into U City and built condos. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Kianke. Um, I want to hear from our beloved brother, Imam Rashad Shabazz, and his thoughts on what has been said thus far and this very important issue. You know, Almighty God tells the Muslim, and well, well not, not just the Muslim. Almighty God tells mankind, when you see a wrong, change it with your hands. If you're unable to do that, speak out against it. And if you're unable to do that, hate it in your heart. And that is is a weak sign of faith. So we are not present. We cannot do anything uh, over there with our hands. But we are speaking out. Against it, Imam Rashad, if you would, please. <clears throat> yes, uh, thank you very much. I, I'm enjoying the conversation. <clears throat> Before I give some, I'm, I'm going to preface my remarks with something from social psychology. <clears throat> I said uh, during my introduction, uh, when I <laughs> went on instead of introducing myself, <clears throat> uh, about not conflating uh, the, the religion with a particular deed. Uh, I do a lot of studying about social psychology. And in social psychology 101, uh, it indicates that prejudice is an unjustified negative attitude towards a group and its individual members. Uh, Prejudice involves prejudging uh, people before you even meet them or before you get to really know them. Prejudice usually emanates from stereotyping people. 
uh, stereotyping people is to generalize people. If we say that uh, obese people uh, do this, uh, Jews do this, Muslims do this, Christians think that way, Caucasians do this, African Americans think this way. That stereotyping, that's usually where prejudice emanates from. Uh, people use that shorthand when people don't really, uh, they, 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 they're not nuanced like George W. Bush was. He said, you're either with us or against us. Uh, there's no in-between. Well, usually when people uh, stereotype, it's because they don't, don't want to deal with the nuances. And <clears throat> I usually say, I remember, let me give an example. <clears throat> I used to teach in the Duval County Jail in Jacksonville, Florida, before I became imam in 1982. And uh, when this was during uh, the the beginning of the Iranian Revolution, uh, Khomeini had just come in power. Uh, there was like, I don't know, 76, 70, 70, something, I forget. But anyway, I was going down to the jail. It had like three uh, floors to it, and there was a Christian minister there, and Khomeini was all over the news. And he was trying to make me feel bad about what Khomeini was doing in Iran. <clears throat> and so I said, okay, uh, let's do this. Let's go up on each one of these floors of this jail. You know, we would go around to the jail cells and tell people uh, who wants to come out to Islamic studies, and then the guard would come and bring them to a room, and then we would conduct Islamic services. So I said, let's go up on each one of these floors and let's interview the prisoners. And let's find out what is their religious preference. In other words, now, first of all, what crime are they incarcerated for? And then let's find out what their religious preference is. And then let's correlate their crime with their religious preference. And then let's publish our findings. He and I, we were going up on the elevator. He looked down at his shoes all the way up on the elevator. He didn't say another word. So what I usually say, like when Donald Trump used to always say uh, radical Islamic terrorism, I would rebut that by saying there is no radical Islamic terrorism. As a matter of fact, in the Quran, terrorism is punishable by execution. So how can you say that there's Islamic terrorism when the book that Muslim, the number one authority in Islam, punishes those who engage in terrorism? So what I say is uh, if you want to... Uh, correlate the, re, the religious preference of the criminal with the crime that he has committed, then let's go across the board. Let's rename, and I, I would go on and on, and let's rename the, penitent, the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania uh, State Penitentiary to the Pennsylvania Christian State Penitentiary because 98% of the people in there are Christians. So, I mean, that, that, you know, we would, that would be generalizing. I'm not advocating that, but I'm just throwing that back in the person's face that conflates the crime with the person's religious preference, okay? So I, don't, I usually don't uh, throw it at the feet of Jews, the things that people have done, but, the, but I don't conflate the religion, in other words, because that's generalizing. And when you uh, uh, generalize, when you stereotype, that's where prejudice emanates from, okay? If somebody said, well, 
Islamic terrorism. So what they're doing, they're conflating Islam with terrorism. And, and the point is, the intent is to prejudice you against the, the, the Muslims and, and, and the religious people. So I want to clear it up. I don't conflate uh, a person's crime with his religious preference. Okay. Now, having, having said that, in regards to hostages, uh, I mentioned in my introduction that in, in 2006, uh, after Hamas was democratically elected, I'm not justifying, I'm not promoting Hamas. I condemn what Hamas did on uh, October the 7th, uh, the killing of civilians, okay? Uh, but let me, let me qualify that by saying this. <clears throat> pardon me. If a, if a, <clears throat> pardon me. If an army invaded America and went so far as to occupy America, uh, and, and I'm an American citizen, uh, well, <clears throat> not the civilians <clears throat> of the occupying people, but the the soldiers. Uh, they would I would I, I would do any and everything to them uh, that I could by any means necessary. The soldiers, and this is actually in the UN Charter uh, that they they recognize the right people who are under colonialism, uh, military occupation. They have the right for armed resistance. They recognize that right. So, the, so, the, so, the, so, freedom fighters all over the world uh, against colonialism, against uh, military occupation, they have the right to do that. And of course, in the Quran, we have the right to do that also. So, uh, I would, uh, by any means necessary, fight the soldiers who are occupying America. Okay. So, I condemn Hamas and killing civilians and terrorism. Yeah. Is that that's what that is? It's waging war on civilians unarmed civilians, you know, and that's punishable in the Quran by death. Prophet Muhammad said uh, his rules of war, don't kill people that are running away. Don't kill people who are surrendering. Don't kill, kill people that don't have not raised their arms against you. Don't kill women. Don't kill ch children. Don't kill a pastor. Don't demolish the church. Don't cut down the vegetation. Don't kill animals. Yeah, I mean, on and on and on. The Prophet Muhammad laid out rules for war. So I condemn Hamas when they kill civilians. Okay, now I don't condemn any uh, 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 freedom fighter or re re armed rebellion against a military occupation because they have the right to do that. And uh, in, somebody mentioned earlier the right to defend themselves. <clears throat> well, I put on my Facebook page, uh, show me the law that says that if I do a home, engage in a home invasion uh, of somebody's house, one of your guest's house or your listening audience's house, I'm a home invader. Uh, show me the law that tells me that once you confront me, that I have a right to defend myself. That law does not exist because I am the home invader, okay? Uh, show me the law, international law, that says that the occupier, the one who occupies somebody else's land, has the right to defend themselves. That law does not exist in international law. So, you know, but you always hear uh, the, the, the Western media and President Biden, Israel has a fight to defend himself. But when you, as, as you guess, and other people have gone back to 1948 and beyond, that the occupier, he, the occupier has no right to defend themselves. And I'm not justifying, like I indicated, killing civilians. But the, the army, they, I mean, they, 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 that, that's whatever happens to them. It should happen to them, of a, any occupier. Okay, just like if somebody did that to America. Just, just a couple more points. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, Kareem. Uh, because they're holding hot people hostage. After the, the Democratic election that Jimmy Carter certified as being fair 
and democratic. Jimmy Carter went over there and, and, and observed the election when Hamas was uh, uh, elected. Once again, I'm not justifying Hamas. I'm just going over what, what happened. Immediately, Israel imposed a blockade, a, 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 a siege on Gaza. Nobody comes in. Uh, even the cancer patients cannot go out of Gaza to get treatment. Nobody goes in. Nobody comes out without Israel's approval. That's been going on for 17 years. Since 2006, and, 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 and the condition is that they will be under siege until the, the Palestinians overthrow Hamas. So, so that, what is that? But what is that? But holding people, holding 2.3 million people hostage for 16 years, 17 years. They don't talk about that. Yeah, and, 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 and just, just one other thing. But the definition of terrorism, I, uh, I always knew this, but I looked it up. On my phone, but it, but, but it talks about, uh, just to sum it up, uh, the violence against uh, a population, a uh, civilian population, uh, to bring about a political result. And basically, that's what terrorism is. Uh, and so what is Israel? Israel is saying that uh, until they uh, overthrow Hamas, that we're going to do these things to you. Uh, and, and, and that's nothing but terrorism, you know. So I, I, I can go on and on. I don't want to take up all the time, Kareem, but I just wanted to make those a uh, few points. Yes, sir. Thank you. I can, I can go on. I can go on, but I, I just want to give somebody else. Yeah, no, 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 just, one, just one last thing, Kareem. I got to say this, man. I got to say this. Do you know? Let, 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 let me pull it up. And, and, and this, this, I, I had to, I had to stop reading this and just scream. All of this since 2007, all of this genocide, uh, all of this outswitch from the air that Norman Finkelstein said was described the bombing of Gaza. And then I read in Haaretz. Haaretz is the main newspaper in Israel, the most prominent newspaper in Israel. And let me, let me read to what this says. U.S. President Joe Biden's energy security advisor, is visiting Israel to discuss potential economic revitalization plans for Gaza centered around undeveloped offshore natural gas fields, unquote. So all of this, all of this genocide, Kareem, is about, and he said it's estimated to be worth $500 billion. That's a half a trillion dollars. A, a, a million dollars is $1,000,000. A billion dollars is a thousand million dollars. A trillion dollars is a thousand billion dollars. This is worth five hundred billion dollars. That's a half a trillion dollars. So all of this, all of this bombing, killing, all of this genocide, Biden sends his uh, energy security advisor to Israel to discuss how they're going to divvy that up. Uh, I'll close. Yes, I'll, I'll stop right there. Thank you. That's a very and that's coming from high, that's coming from higher That's coming from the new, the prom, most prominent newspaper in Israel, higher Yeah, uh, yes, th- 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 that was dated November November the twentieth of this year, November the twentieth. Yeah. There's this statement: follow the money. Yeah. For yeah. our people that are materialistic, follow the money, and you yeah. will will it'll take you to the true circumstances. 
Right. Okay. Abu Shahid, if you would please share with, with us your reflections thus far. Uh, alaikum. Uh, can we take a quick break before we uh, take the next caller? I mean, to take the next guest. Yes, ma'am. We sure can. All right. We can. Okay. I ask you. Go ahead, my sister. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And of course, if you're listening online, we want you to join this conversation. Men, call in. Five one five six zero five nine eight nine one and press one. And we do have one more caller after your next panelist. Uh, we do have another call on the line, and we'll be right back after this quick break. So stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in just one moment. So stay with us. Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn it into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. And we invite you, again, to call in, 515-605-9891. This is a men-only discussion. And, women, we're going to have a brief after show to analyze what we heard. And we want to hear from you. Men-only discussion led by our host, 
Kareem Hamid, and we appreciate all of you who are listening and watching those watching us on our Female Solutions Facebook or YouTube channel. We invite you to share your comments. And Delamy Smith says, "Good morning. We thank you for joining us today. Appreciate you so much for joining our conversation." And, of course, if you are watching us live on YouTube or Facebook, The Female Solution, we invite you to add your comments. Women, we're going to have a brief after show, after the show, to give you a chance to reflect on what you heard and analyze. Have men pretty much nailed it in terms of what happened historically and perhaps ways we can move forward to actually manifest peace in the Middle East. We're talking today about the conflict between the Israelis and Hamas, some history of what happened, and some of the things that have not made the major news media and things we should know so that we understand the origins of this conflict and how we and the human family can prevent this from escalating into a world war. So we are back with our host. And uh, guests, and we welcome your comments. Yes, thank you so much. We're back. Yes, we are back, Naima. Uh, I see one of my invited guests is uh, present now on the studio board. But uh, if we can hear from from those that have pressed one on your line, we look forward to hearing from them first before we introduce our next honored guest. Okay, area code three one two six three two. Your mic is open. Please introduce Grand yourself. Grand Rising, Sister Naima, and uh, Brother uh, Kareem Hamid. I'm Andrew C M Nelson Bay, and the proper designation is. Palestine, comma, the state of Israel, just like we have Chicago Territory, comma, Illinois Republic. You see, law, when we talk about, um, you know, the jurisdiction of territory, uh, whether it's a municipal corporation, shall we say, we look at the Israel state. We look at Palestine, the state of Israel. I believe in a two-nation um, solution, um, and I would just say that um, Palestine, comma, the state of Israel. That's how I designate Palestine, comma, the state of Israel. Israelis and Palestinians can live together in peace. It's those damnable racists, also known as Zionists, who are the problem. These white supremacists, these Ashkenazi Jews, with a few Sephardic Jews who are collaborating with them because they want to maintain their Jewishness, like AOC. Um, I would just say um, I'm a former candidate for mayor of Chicago, and uh, Rahm Emanuel I met a couple of times, advocated, if I'm not mistaken, for Chicago to be a city-state. 
And that's an interesting legal designation for what I would characterize as Chicago Territory, comma, Illinois Republic, which comprises all of Cook County and Pembroke Township in Kankakee County, Illinois. Both of those um, territorial land masses constitutes uh, Chicago Territory, comma, Illinois Republic, I, Andrew C.M. Nelson Bay, do hereby declare. And it's important that um, Sister Naima read aloud what I um, texted you just now, Sister Naima. Can you um, go to your text messages and read that aloud, please, and it will speak on my behalf. Well, unfortunately, my phones are tied up with this show. There's kind of technology thing I have to do, so I can't pull up Texas. <laughs> but I thank you for texting it. And uh, we're going we're gonna, to uh, we're, we're give you an opportunity to read that aloud on, on one of our shows yourself. You can read the whole document. But uh, right now, uh, Brother Andrew, I'm going to go to our uh, guest that has come to the studio on uh, American Muslim 360, and thank you so very much. I appreciate you. Kareem, you want to go to your... Okay. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, we have an honored guest, um, Brother Fleming El-Amin. Um, Brother Fleming, if you would share, introduce yourself to the listening audience, please. Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Imam, and thank you very much for inviting me. I was in a board meeting for a homeless shelter that I work with called the Bethesda Homeless Center that started at 8 o'clock, so I had a little conflict this morning. But very quickly, I'm going to... Uh, can you uh, give us your name again? Assalamu uh, alaikum. Yes, could you, could you give us your name again? I want to put up on the screen as you talk. Can you give us your name okay. again, please? All right, then. Brother Fleming, F-L-E-M-I-N-G, Elamine. I serve as the president for the American Coalition for Good Government, and I'm a co-host for MAP 5, Muslim American Power 5. And very quickly, I've been around. And I don't want to say too much about myself. Okay, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. All right, I got your name up. Okay, go right ahead. All right, then thank you very much for the opportunity. Um, I've sort of been involved somewhat with politics since Jimmy Carter was president, believe it or not. I want to give out a dua for uh, his wife returning back to a law. Uh, they had a very nice memorial ceremony for her. And also a dua for Sister Shirley Muhammad, who also returned to a law, uh, I think, yesterday. So let's, inshallah, take a moment and just offer dua for her family. Uh, Brother Wallace Muhammad's mother, of course, and uh, his family, if you don't mind. Yes, sir. And with that said, uh, I've sort of been around the community since I was 13. I'm now a young 71. Uh, I came into the community, of course, to honor Elijah Muhammad, and in my book, he'll always be honorable. And, of course, his son allowed my students to come to the house at 4047 Woodline, where I used to work at, at the school there to congratulate them when they, of course, graduated from then Sister Clara Muhammad School. This was 1976 when I left Chicago to go back to graduate school under his encouragement. 
um, and left uh, Chicago and went to Arizona to go to graduate school. And by the grace of Allah, I was hired to come to New York to work as a banker for the then independent Chase Manhattan Bank. Uh, at that time, David Rockefeller was the chairman of the board, so we met with him every Friday. And a lot of us been doing several things over the years. Um, and I eventually worked myself back to North Carolina, which is my home, where I started from, before going to Chicago. And I'm the father of five grown kids, 13 grandkids, and blessed with my wife for 49 years and counting. And serving currently as the president for the American Coalition for Government, and I'm the third uh, convener of president to have that responsibility. So with that said, that's enough for me. Now, I've been listening to the conversation intensely, learning a whole lot. Uh, I just want to add that when we talk about the situation in Palestine, we have to go back to really World War One, and even before that, when the Ottoman Empire controlled that part of the world for over 200 years, in fact, and what they did in what's called the Holy Land, and how the British sort of with an invisible hand became a protectorate of that part of the world once, of course, World War I was won by the Allies. Sadly, the Ottoman Empire sided with the Germans, and the Germans lost the war. And at that point, of course, British Britain became the protectorate of that place that we refer to now as the Holy Land, and they made that insane resolution through the Balfour White Papers to actually give part of that land to what was called the Zionist International Society, rooted in Great Britain and Ireland. And that, of course, was the birthplace of what we call Zionism today. Uh, and so we all know what happened in recent history, the U.N. passing resolution in 1942 and that uh, insane job they did in 48 by moving 850,000 people that were Palestinians out of the homeland. Um, and they very rarely refer to that today if they talk about it in the media. But that was the initial imposition of that whole idea of colonialism being imposed in that part of the world. And I'll say this is a 30-second summary. Our brothers and sisters, when we look at that insanity, we have to tie it into Scripture. And I say yeah. that because you've got to go back to, I think it was Pope, I forget his first name. He was the sixth Pope. This is 1493, who basically gave a creed from the Catholic Church that the Portuguese and the Spaniards had the right to colonize any land they found in the coastal called West on a certain longitude and latitude because those people had no souls. And I repeat, this came from the Catholic Church in 1493, and they gave them a, quote, God right to, of course, colonize those people. And anyone who knows world history, you know that the conquistadors did some terrible, horrible things to the people they encountered. I won't go into the details because they're just that barbaric. But that mindset of using religion to justify barbaric behavior it's not a new phenomenon, and that's what's happening today. Uh, they've allowed themselves to allow the public media to present another human family as less than human based on a religious interpretation. Now, in conclusion, Imam Muhammad cleared it up a long time ago by saying that the idea of a holy land is a mindset. It's not a physical piece of land. Uh, Allah never promised a physical piece of land to anyone. He wanted us to have a certain mindset to obey him and to be advocates of his human being that he designed to be uh, a barometer of what life should be about on the planet. So every human being is born honorable and with dignity by the grace of Allah, and no one should be subjected to being subhuman. And I'll end there because I know we have other guests, but I'll be glad to entertain any kind of questions. Again, I'm Brother Fleming Alamein, and I'm honored to be your uh, president of the American Coalition for Government. I'm the third one. And that organization, brothers and sisters, was established back in 1997 by Mayor Muhammad in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
Thank you very much for the marvelous opportunity. And I'm here to answer any questions you might have for me in that regard. Yes, sir. And thank you. Praise be to Almighty God. And we are grateful for your contributions this morning to this most important subject. Uh, I will turn back, back to you so you can share more valuable information. I'm calling on uh, uh, Brother Abdul Shahid, if you would, please share with us your reflection thus far. Uh, yes, sir. <clears throat> you know, Brother Imam and the rest of our listeners, it's a terrible situation. But now we have uh, a so-called pause in the, in the killing, the seaside so-called. Uh, to exchange more hostages, so they say, uh, and, and um, more prisoners, <laughs> so they say. But this is an opportunity for the world to stand up and call an end to this conflict altogether because it's really not a war. How can the war be so one-sided when only one person has the weapon and shooting and killing? Because that's really what it is. Hamas is not, uh, not killing these people. You, thus far, you have over... Maybe 1,300 Israelis might be dead, and over 10,000, 10,000 are Palestinian, and most of, them, and many of them are children. So, how are these people going to start back shooting? You know, once they change one a few hostages or a few prisoners are exchanged, they supposed to go back shooting? I just don't understand how can the world sit by and allow this to continue at this point. Brothers and sisters, these leaders around the world are mentally challenged. They have to be mentally challenged. This is how they come up with all these weird decisions that they make. It is based on these people's decisions. And, and, and these leaders, especially those people who are in charge in Israel, have to be mentally ill and rely on people in the world to make these decisions for the rest of us. So, brother and sister, this is something that we have to do more than just just uh, feel it in our heart when we see these wrongs happening throughout the world. We're in the most strategic place in the world, here in the United States. Here in the United States. We have so many freedoms that other people in the world do not have. At some point in time, we all have to take a stand. So the least we can do is speak out against it, as we're doing today, but uh, the media that we have very little control of is, is not loud enough. It's not loud enough. And I think we all have to be committed to anywhere we are to uh, join with other people who who's, who's sounded the alarm. These type of situations throughout the world has to end. At some point, they have to end. So how many people have to die? That question has to be answered. How many people have to die before they go to the negotiation table? How many? How many more Palestinian babies, youth, have to die? The hospital on the one left that's operating doesn't have supplies. We see, we all have seen the 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 uh, the, the, uh, the, the uh, news, the clippings, the pictures. We all have seen them. So how much more can the war take? So. Uh, at this point, we have to draw our own conclusion to do something more than what we're doing. That's what I have to say, Brother Imam, at this point. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. 
Thank you for your valuable contribution. Uh, we have a uh, congressman from the St. Louis area. Uh, her name is Corey Bush, and she has introduced a proposal calling for a ceasefire and divestment to divest yourself from the Zionist Israeli government. And uh, I have uh, signed that petition, as others have also. So we we should be in touch with our representatives. This does not represent who we are. This is not uh, an accurate portrayal of who we are as human beings, the actions that's being taken. Uh, It seems as though the Israeli government does not care about public opinion, but the public opinion has grown so large, so large, that they had to acquiesce to the uh, prisoner swap. Uh, It's not out of their moral or their good intentions. But all of, all across the world, there is a, a shout, cease fire. Uh, we see what can happen when, uh, when the apartheid government of South Africa was oppressing the Africans. Uh, it took the American people, it took people around the world to boycott, to boycott corporations that did business with South Africa, just followed the money. And and, uh, the apartheid government of South Africa relented, relented. So the human voice is being, it has its power. Words are powerful and words make people. Uh, I want to now open up the mic of uh, our beloved brother Floyd Trump, Assalamu alaikum, Brother Floyd Park. Walaikum salam. Weo and Yashalom, that means we are one in God. And uh, as we say, uh, uh, we are, when I say we are, we are the children, we are the people, and we are the world. Can you hear me, Brother Kareem? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, sir. Let me put my offer. Go ahead. Well, uh, we are referring to ourselves as the People's Logic Corporation, which is a part of uh, the uh, Harold Washington Foundation Community Center. We are totally, and from my personal experience of Vietnam, we are totally against any war warfare or uh, war war activity that creates violence. Yeah, we are hearing unmuted. We're hearing some background noise. We want to mute everyone's mic so it's not interrupted. Yes, sir. All right. All right, Minister Trump, if you would, continue, please. 
Minister Floyd Plum. Okay, I think his call has dropped. Uh, let me open up everyone's mic once more. Okay, please, Mr. Law. Uh, the subject that we are addressing may open the, the so-called conflict that is taking place in occupied Palestine. Um, you know, it's right out of the Western culture book. It's right out of if we see if we compare what happened to the indigenous people of this land, then we can can see that a demonstration in what is occurring in occupied Palestine. Uh, and I, I want to alert our Christian audience that there is a movement that is uh, gaining ground in this country uh, that, uh, inshallah, we will bring on some Christian representatives that will speak against this movement. That movement is uh, white Christian nationalism. We intend to hold a a, a town hall meeting and have Christians state their position on that, inshallah, as we move forward in addressing the, the evils of this world. Okay, I see Minister Plump is back with us. Uh, alaikum. Uh, after Minister Plump, uh, we can take our last break after, after Minister Plump. All right. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you, I talked to Ms. Gwen. I left a message for her. For Minister Plot? Yes. Uh, thank you, uh, yes, beloved. We're on Yashalom and Aslam Alaikum. I just want to share the thought that we are uh, totally against any, all kinds of violence. We have to stop the violence, the robbing, stealing, and the killing, and the looting. <laughs> And the hijacking and the misuse of the of the youth, which is our children, we must consider as a priority to save uh, our children. And this is our time now. We must create uh, something and promote something that we all need. We have started Blacktown in Chicago. You know, like they got. U-Town, they got Chinatown, they got Greek Town, but, you know, we've been missing Blacktown. So we started Blacktown on the west side with uh, our brother uh, Maurice Gray, and that's sister uh, Rashida Ali's uh, brother. And we started with uh, an opportunity to uh, be our entrepreneurs, and, and being entrepreneurs, it does not require any violence. It requires your mind uh, to uh, flourish in a positive way that we can create uh, economic uh, building uh, like our T-shirts, Black Love Matters 2. And then on that's on the front. And then on the back of it is we hold ourselves accountable for the conditions of our communities, support our efforts as we 
exercise change. And Brother Kareem and Sister Naima, thank God for, uh, as they say, uh, for us. We are the children. We are the people that must promote and stand and take a stand against violence by any and all means necessary. And I would add, uh, as long as we as a people would develop ourselves to be successful, and success breeds success is the best. We must all, at all times, educate ourselves, and we must con- consider uh, a charitable way of life, which is uh, our organization, the Hale Washington Foundation. And, uh, uh, you know, information is the key to success. I appreciate the brother because uh, that came on, Brother Kareem, and gave us the the history of what's going on in 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 Israel and Palestine between Hamas uh, war and over the land. See, violence always create a, a dominant uh, takeover of land, and so we have to quit taking over uh, other people. Uh, property uh, that would make them, uh, you know, respond in a violent way. And that's what the fighting is all about each and every day. But we must create it in a positive way that we can uh, demonstrate with our music, with our uh, culture, with our heritage, and with our commitment to God and commitment to the people. So uh, I appreciate you all for uh, taking a stand, and we must take a stand. Uh, As Malcolm used to say, if we don't uh, stand for something, we will fall for anything. So we don't have to fall for the violence or the okie-dokie or the wrong. We got to change from the wrong and, 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 and demonstrate with the right. And in the word of God, it says none... Uh, but the pure and the heart and the righteous is going to see God. And I'm so glad, as they say, trouble don't last always. I'm also glad that, uh, you know, this is the season for the reason for the 144,000 plus, which is up to rise and shine. And anybody want to get in touch with me, Brother Kareem, make sure they come through you. And Sister Naima, because we're doing an outreach service, outreach service with products, goods, and services to help each individual, organization, and business, and corporation to help save uh, our people, because it's our time now. And we are the children and the people anointed, appointed, and chosen by God. So let us do his will and not my will. And we're going to do what we got to do. And my people used to always say, do it right or not at all. So righteousness is the time that avails much for our mind. Our mind should always be God's mind. And God's mind is a righteous mind for a righteous people all the time. Thank you so much, Brother Kareem. Inshallah. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum as-salam. Praise to Allah. Okay. And can we go to our last break? Uh, we can go to our last break, and then uh, and then we got another caller on our line. Okay. All right. Don't so we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with more 
of our men-only discussion on the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. We're talking about the Israeli-Hamas conflict. We'll be right back after this quick break, so stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in just one moment, so stay with us. Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. Hi, this is John Alexander. And I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world. Big difference. Watch us every day on The Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash TV. YouTube it. We'll see you soon. There are people who choose to make a positive difference in the world. Our job is to bring you their stories to motivate you to do the same. Join us each week, host John Alexander and Naima Latif, as we bring you the educators, entertainers, elected officials, religious leaders, and community activists whose works are transforming this world. Find out how you can make a difference, too. Be inspired. Watch the Media Connection. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Tuesdays at 12 noon on Cable TV Channel 19 in Chicago. and other cities, check your local cable listings. Oh, man. God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out, and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. And we are back. You are listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, and we are having our fourth Wednesday of the month men-only discussion led by our host, Kareem Hamid. And 
we are talking about the Israeli-Hamas conflict. We in the human family want this conflict resolved in a way that is fair and just and ends all conflicts because we do not intend for it to escalate into a third world war. Whatever the predictions for an Armageddon may be, the future is not a fixed thing, and there are many possibilities based on our choices. Every seer in the future saw the future in terms of what will happen if we do not change the way we treat each other. If we choose to treat each other better, then we will not end up in a war to end all life on this planet. It is our choice. So let's go back and return to our hosts and our guests and callers. Yes. Uh, Praise be to Allah. Uh, We are grateful for everyone's presence on such an important subject. You know, we keep hearing uh, them offering a solution, talking about a two-state solution. Uh, That's a non-starter. You mean that if I rob a bank, I get to keep half of what I stole? Ooh. That's what, yes, that's what that uh, proposal is offering, that uh, you get to keep half of what you stole. That is a non-starter. Palestine, the Palestinians opened up their doors, welcoming those that was under uh, very harsh uh, conditions in Eastern Europe and Europe, how they treated Jews. And it is the Arabs, especially the Palestinians, that opened up their welcoming arms to them. But among those that migrated was a group called the Zionists. The Zionists. They, uh, their only desire is material accumulation, material wealth. That is, they have, they are amoral. They have no connection with the beautiful Jewish faith. They have no connection. Zionism is not Judaism. And to to criticize Zionism is not anti-Semitic. Matter of fact, the Arabs are a Semitic people. How can you choose, you charge them with anti-Semitism? Also, this conflict did not start November second, seventh. Pardon me. Uh, yeah, October seventh. This conflict started in 1948 with the Balfour uh, Declaration of establishing a homeland for Jews. Uh, and over these 75 years, just trace the history of what has happened to the Palestinians, how there, there, there was continuous encroachment on their land. Uh, what precipitated this, there are settlements being established on land that was presently, that was took from Palestinian families. 
Now, now, Almighty God says to us in the Quran, highly praised be he. He says, oppression is worse than outright slaughter. Mm. Oppression is worse than outright slaughter. Now, we, we need to ask ourselves, why? And how is that so? Because to oppress the natural nature, the natural potential that God has placed in the human being, you are you are putting yourself between all between the Creator and the human being, between the create the Creator and the human being, and you are denying the human being their inherent naturally created uh, potential in the human being. And over time, over time, oppression can take one away from their original nature. You can have a, a very cuddly poodle dog, lock that poodle dog up in a small cage, taunt it, deny it food, um, uh, beat it, beat it, and over time, when you return back to that cage, that cute little poodle, you open up that door, he's standing there with, with, with blood coming from his eyes. Mm. He stands there. He has left his original nature. So in response to what we're seeing coming from Hamas, and I do not condone the killing of innocent civilians. That goes against every everything that the human being holds sacred. But at the same time, you have oppressed the people for 75 years. You are bringing from out of them a reaction that is not based in human nature. So as I say, I'm not giving an excuse for what Hamas did, but there is a reason for that. Praise be to Allah. Okay, mm. I want to open up the yeah. mic. Okay. We have another caller yes, on the line also. Uh, okay. You want to take our caller? Okay, going to briefly uh, take seven seven three nine five six. Your mic is open. Introduce yourself, please, to our listening and viewing audience, and give us your thoughts. Uh, good morning, this is Cooper James, um, an, an, an American indigenous, just like you all. We all we all indigenous, believe it or not. Once you once you get to that point, then you will uh, you have peace in uh, our land. I'm not getting any bullets coming in my house from overseas, but I understand the plight. Well, my plight here is I'm seeing every day in America, all over in every state, a traffic stop that ends up being a, a gun a gun victim. Black female and black men are being gunned down on a daily basis, every day, for a traffic stop. Or just, you know, get out the car, comply. We're at war right here in our country, and it's ongoing, and we're getting ready to put a federal lawsuit against all these cases to stop the ceasefire here in America, in St. Louis, Chicago, New York, in every state 
they're pulling these brothers and sisters out the cars, tempting them, tasing them, killing them, and shooting them down, shooting them down with with a with a body cam to show their, what they're doing. Now, as as an indigenous people, once you understand who you are, they'll stop it. They'll stop it because it's been going on for years and nobody is talking about it. Now, I know Israel's got their problems. Sure like I said, I, there ain't no bullets coming over there hitting me. Fear Cooper, going outside. That's it. My fear is going sure? outside dealing with the police officers that are in America. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I want to open up the Michael Fleming El Amin at this time. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Fleming. Would, would you share your thoughts with us? We've got about seven minutes of broadcast time left, and there's another honored guest behind you that would like to share also. Walaikum asalaam. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. All right, thank you. I apologize. There's a little background noise. I'm actually traveling right now. But I want to just thank you for this program. Uh, just to remind our honored guests and our honored listeners that our best form, as the man Washington Muhammad reminded us, is our human form. And our collective history as a people, going all the way back to chattel slavery and even to the great kingdoms of West Africa, Shanghai, Mali, and Ghana, the empire, has been one of moral fortitude. So we have to have a very strong moral position. And we almost by moral precedent are the ones to do that today. So when we see a this situation as imbalanced as we see in that conflict, killing so many babies and women and children and having them to walk out for security in very demanding weather, this inclement weather at this point over there. I've been to the Middle East a few times. We have to take a strong position and we can't just isolate our history and neglect world situations that also require our attention. So by all means, when I first saw the situation of administrative, they call it administrative detainment, that they do to the Palestinians, they, they can hold those young brothers and sisters for years without charging them. And to me, when I lived in New York, they had something called stop and frisk. And I don't know how many of you are familiar with this whole situation in New York, but it was finally uh, criticized by the public and they stopped doing that. But just to stop people, put them in prison, and a lot of the people you see that are being released now into Palestine back into the West Bank are those some been for six years waiting to be charged with something. That's immoral. That's just one small example of how the people that have been mistreated. And there's a need for us to really examine who is the authority behind the Knesset, who really runs the Knesset. And I don't think we can go too far before we can discover that it's a religious group that has made these people really think and believe that they are the chosen people of God. That's a fundamental problem with the whole situation because when you have that mindset, you can declassify anybody else who's been less than you. And that in itself is a declaration of unfaith when you look at another human being that's been less than human. So inshallah, if we go forward with this, we can offer solutions. Uh, ACGG made some solutions when this first thing broke out. And we said those leaders should look at the Medina Charter, that's a guidepost on how to resolve that matter, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about some details of some of that element in the very near future, inshallah. But thank you again for this platform, 
And I encourage everyone to stay informed, stay engaged, and take a moral position, whether stepping in the Middle East and uh, Sudan and the Republic of Congo and China. We have a lot of places in the world where innocent people are being subjugated to inhumane treatment. So thank you again, and assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. And uh, I want to ask, now inform our listeners, if you would tune into Al Jazeera news agent. Al Jazeera is on YouTube or the program Democracy Now. They give a more balanced, a more balanced reporting of what is taking place in occupied Palestine. Okay, uh, I'm opening up the mic of uh, of uh, Imam Rashad Shabazz. We've got about three minutes left, my brother. If you could be very brief, I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, alhamdulillah. Yeah, the brother that called in said that he was concerned about the police brutality. Uh, if he would Google uh, de- the deadly exchange uh, or just Google the fact that uh, our United States police departments are sending their officers uh, to Israel to be trained by war criminals, uh, if he thinks that the war in the Middle East is not affecting African Americans, our police department that he talked about, uh, most of them are being trained by war, war criminals in Israel. Uh, so if you just, just Google that, uh, United States police departments are being trained in Israel. And he will, uh, I think he will change his perception of, uh, about not being interested in what's happening in the Middle East. I'll let you go. Thank you very much for the imam. I appreciate it. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum as-salam. Thank you. And uh, we've got about two minutes. Brother Abdul Shahid, if you would, you have any any closing remarks, if you would, please. Uh, yes, sir, uh, Brother Imam. We certainly appreciate you uh, allowing us to share a few words, and, and we thank you uh, and, uh, for, uh, for having this uh, topic and making it it's important. Uh, I'd just like to say we all can commit to uh, putting pressure, more pressure on, on our politicians, especially to those that's in Washington, D.C., and I'm sure some of us have already uh, contacted them. I know I have. So we just keep the pressure on during the ceasefire to make sure this conflict ends so the destruction of the Palestinian community life is, is stopped and, uh, and, and at least have this, this uh, accomplished. So that's, this is our advice, and we thank you once again for the opportunity to be able to share. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Yes, and I want to let those who are on the Female Solution line to stay on. We're going to have a brief after show, after the show. So hold on, and we will continue on for a few minutes afterwards to analyze what we've heard the men say about this conflict. Thank you all so very much. We appreciate you for your words of insight and wisdom. Alhamdulillah. And we will uh, continue on. We're going to play our ending, and then we will continue with the after show. So those who have your hand raised, we're going to take your calls. And if you're listening online, we've come to the end of our show today. But you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. 
You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Cheshire, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsamida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, Jean Kujun, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. And thank you all for staying with us on the after show. We will open the mics of those who wish to make a comment. And first let me grab a few comments from our Facebook family that tuned in. And, of course, Viata said, glad to hear Kareem giving the total historical context of the conflict. Too many people think it started 10-7, it's uh, October 7th, and Hamas is the only terrorist. We are growing in knowledge to promote a more peaceful future. Hallelujah. Yes, I think it was very important that we got that history because a lot of people don't know what happened and they need to see the whole perspective. And our Monday Morning Mindfulness host from Higher Learning Network TV show, Zelda Speaks, says, thanks for a great show with the men. Yes, it was good that we heard the perspective of those who have some historical knowledge and all of the actually all the callers even everybody as you can see is a is a history as a student of history in terms of understanding what happened let me open up i'm going to go to 773-737 and then 336-350 and then 812-882 i'm going to open your mics so that you can speak in that order so hang on First, 773-737, Grand Rising. Thank you for joining us today on The Female Solution. Well, hallelujah. Greetings, Wayo and Yah Shalom, Grand Rising. Mama D here in Chicago. Uh, yes, I thank ma'am. you uh, for having this program. But it's not that, this situation is not that complicated. It's so plain that a babe can understand it. Consider this. 
a little baby sitting there enjoying a pacifier. He's just sucking on that pacifier and enjoying that. And another little babe comes along and snatches it. Now, the baby that had it is going to cry out. He might not know what it is called, but he knows that he had something and somebody else took it. And he is... He knows something is wrong with that in his little spirit. Mm. And then the one that took it, he is looking on all that crying and carrying on, and he's got that pacifier working it up and down in his mouth now, and he is enjoying it. And he's looking at that one and and, and with a look of, what is wrong with you? And it's not that we've seen this rerun before. Yeah. Babies came from another world over into the new world, and uh, the people that were there, the indigenous Native uh, uh, Americans, uh, they wasn't American then. Because they, like the indigenous, native, American, African, neither one of them was listed in the Constitution until the 14th Amendment when they defined citizenship. But anyway, uh, you're looking around and saying, what's wrong with y'all? We didn't kill up your buffalo for sport. And this is what you use to build your home and feed your family. And you didn't just slaughter them for sport. And when the people that are there that had something tries to defend themselves with bows and arrows against your cannons, uh, they're fighting a losing battle. But at the same time, if you came in and you killed up and, and, and slaughtered up, that's a massacre because mm. the natives did it. But when you kill up and snatch up and steal up, Oh wow! You've got a victory. You you're mm. Custer, you know you didn't did something wrong to Custer, who came over with your land with his troops and everything else. And so, what what is our problem that we are behaving as if this is something new and we don't quite understand it? The babe understood it, didn't he? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. You took what was mine. It's just, it's just basic. But you know, Mama D, I think we need to take your explanation and send it to the United Nations because they seem like they can't get it. <laughs> it's just that simple. <laughs> Give it back. You know, it's not yours. <laughs> oh, Mama D, thank you so much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep your mic open, but I'm going to open uh, some more mics and uh, just make sure, like, if you have any background noise, to mute yourself. But we'll, we're going to go to... Three three six three five zero Grand Rising. Thank you for joining us, and let me open the mic, uh, yes, and introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience, and give us your thoughts. Greetings, uh, <clears throat> Doctor Latif. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Loud and clear. Sounds like the voice of Mama Az. It is, and and this is uh, very interesting. Thank you, Mama D for uh, that interjection. Uh, 
everything, we're all connected, family. And thank you for even having the platform. Uh, I give thanks to the Most High, um, Dr. Latif, for this platform. I've learned how connected we are in this situation that's going on. We are all connected. Yesterday, family, at Arizona time, the uh, sheriff came. He didn't arrest me, but he came to, to let me know that something is spiritually up. He was sent out here from Miracle Valley, Arizona. For those who do not know about Miracle Valley, Arizona, that is my assignment. That is why I came here. Because of the shootout from the people mm. of Chicago at the uh, what, what it, Harvey, Illinois, it's all recorded. I've been I've been researching this since 2006, and at 3:30, the Pope, I mean the uh, sheriff, came here in Cochise County from Miracle Valley to let me know that they know about me. And what happened at the revival on the 19th, which was, I think, two Saturdays ago in Miracle Valley, Arizona, something happened after the revival that uh, me and two other people put together, okay? The 19th of this month represented the killing of people, of, of, of the uh, men and the women, look it up. It's a, it's, a, it's a special, it's a certain day that goes out to the mothers of the children who were murdered, you know. And a lot of this is going on all over the planet. So thank you. I won't be long-winded because there is a lot going on. And I'm just grateful to see another day where I can move forward with why I was sent here by the tall ones, including Minister Cynthia Marie Williams, Reverend A.A. Allen, Jean Martin, and, and even Pastor Thomas and her son. Her son was killed in that shootout. And my friend, he drove himself into a truck on that highway and blew my lights out in my room, family. And I didn't know what the hell was going. Excuse me, what was going on until I researched it. Found out two days later that this young brother had driven himself into a truck and came to mm. me in spirit. And I'm telling you, it's about the land grab and, 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 and power. It really doesn't have anything to do, but it does, with racial issues. But they wanted to, to camouflage it and, and make it appear that it's racially motivated. So I'll stop there and just say thank us, family for this very helpful information that I was able to be a part of that's coming through my ears. 
and thank us. From thank AZ. you, and th- Dr. Thank us. Universal Spirit. Yes, thank, thank us. Well, you know, uh, there are so many acts of violence happening, like Mama AZ said, all across the world. And it's time that we end the violence but get to the root cause of the violence. We have souls here that are the old souls that are the enlightened souls that understand we're all one family, we're all one community of earth, and there's enough for everybody to share. There is enough for everybody. No one needs to take what doesn't belong to them. And then there are those who are the young souls. They don't understand. They live in fear that they're not going to have and so they're like that baby that, that Mama D talked about that snatches the pacifier out the mouth of another baby. Now, knowing there's a, there's, you've got your own pacifier somewhere, you don't need to take what someone else has. So we have to raise consciousness. We have to help those who are underdeveloped to understand you don't need to take what belongs to someone else. There is enough for everybody to share. And... Like Mama AZ said, you know, we get blinded by the subterfuge of religion and then religious people feeling like they have to take the side of the people who, who conform to their religion. And so we can't agree on what's right and what's wrong because we're taking the side of someone even when they do wrong because they're our religion. When all of the killing is wrong, but there is a reason why it started. Just like that baby's crying because somebody took the pacifier. The person who took the pacifier started the conflict. Not the one who's crying, but the one who took the pacifier. So let's give the pacifier back, because that will end the distress. Let's do what's right. Let's do what's fair. Let me take our next caller, uh, area code... And thank you so much, Mama AZ. We appreciate you so very much. Area code 312-882, Grand Rising. Thank you for joining us. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comment. Well, y'all shalom. We don't die. We multiply. Black is beautiful and black power forever. Brother Plump, again, we are in it to win. We gave you a whole show. We gave y'all men a whole show. So you got about 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, uh, you know, ceasefire, you know, stop the violence and stop the killing, you know. And y'all can get in touch with me, especially uh, Mama AZ uh, at 312-882-5935, Minister Plum. Right. Okay. So we much appreciate you. Appreciate God bless you. And, you. and, and we love you. Keep up the good work. Thank God like for us, as Mama AZ said. All right. Thank All right. <coughs> oh, sorry. Pardon me. And we've got area code 773450, Grand Rising. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comment. Grand Rising. I'm from the brothers and sisters in Halloween Creek. Hello. Hello. I had a quick question about America and this whole peace over in Israel. What type of distraction is that for what they're doing over here? Because technically we ain't got nothing to do with what's going to go over there one way or the other 
if you go through the history of it, America's always spending all this money to give folks weapons to kill up other people. So we had just got our hands on the blood, right? But while we're mm-hmm. doing that, what's happening? What's happening locally that they're pulling over on people that they're not paying no attention to? You know, it's interesting, Naima, about two years ago when they had a so-called COVID outbreak, you couldn't even go down the street or uh, even holler at nobody. How is it that migrants can come to town without being vetted? Nobody knows their history, how or any of that. But they could just drop them off any time like that. How can they yeah. do that when they people congregate among yeah, each other? That's why people are angry. That is exactly why people are mm-hmm. angry because, like, like, well, like Hoofy said, you know, we are seeing people being violated for just a traffic stop and then you have people coming from abroad, and nobody knows their background. Nobody knows uh, who they are. Are they criminals back where they – nobody knows, and there's no way to research them, and yet people who are minding their own business are getting gunned down. So there's a spirit of violence that's happening. Uh, we're we're going to go. This is just a brief after show. We're going we're gonna to go. <laughs> but we want to thank you all for calling in and commenting. And – uh, Brother Kareem did say something that I think we need to consider, and that was how we broke the back of apartheid by our boycotts and protests. We have protests going all over the nation on a regular basis. I know Saturdays here in Chicago they protest every every Saturday downtown. I think we need to also look at the economic component and who is financing this, what companies, can we withdraw our economic support from to make a statement that we're not going to empower you to finance war? So we need to do a little research on that. Those who are researchers, do some research. We need to follow the dollars. Like you said, follow the money and cut off that money flow, and that will be the next way that we as a collective can make our voice heard. Mama D, I'm going to give you the last word on this before we go. Well, we're going to have to stop that idle God greenback dollar and idle God gunpowder. Those are the mm. enemies here. And and in Chicago today at 10 o'clock, there's a going on dealing with the new America. Well, mm. there you go. What happened to the United States of America? And how does it solve a problem to say, well, you're giving them a new America what about a new black America? Because it mm. keeps division going on. Yes. we got to stop the division. So that's, where's that's, the press that's, conference? That's I don't think I'll be thing. able to make it, but where's the press conference? It's at City uh, Hall. Uh, Mark Carter is, is uh, doing it uh, today at, at 10 o'clock at City Hall downtown. All right. In conclusion, we cannot solve problems with more division. Yes. Cannot solve the problem with more division. Well, definitely words of wisdom. Thank you so much, Mama D. We appreciate you, and we appreciate all of you for sticking around for our after show, after the show. I'm Naima Latif, and we remind you to join us again tomorrow as we join our dear sister, Dr. Debbie, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie, right here on the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. And, of course, you can join her on her Facebook and YouTube channel, uh, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie. 
as well as the Female Solution Facebook page. And, of course, feel free to call in, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to get some words of wisdom from Dr. Debbie Green. And, as always, we remind you to continue to shine your light. And, of course, if you are listening online, we want you to make sure you like and subscribe to our Blog Talk channel. And you can hear this show on the replay at www.onaireverywhere.com slash network. So... Go to onaireverywhere.com and go to the On Air Radio Network page and listen to today's show. I'm Naima Latif. See you again soon. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com.